Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've mentioned the Institute for Justice many times. It's an organization. They do great work. They often step in and help people who otherwise couldn't afford the legal fees of fighting the fight that they're in. And I did a story on a case they were handling out of uh, South Carolina. And I did that story. I'll put a link in the video below to that earlier story. But here we have the resolution. It's a victory for U-Haul business as Malden, South Carolina agrees not to ban its truck rentals. And the headline of the previous video I did was City Rezones to Shut Down One Business. So one family had a business and the city didn't like where it was located. So they kind of changed their zoning laws. The Institute for Justice stepped in to help these people and lo and behold, the city's back down. So here we go. City Council reviews zoning code to permit rentals by the uh, U-Haul business following the Institute for Justice lawsuit. So IJ filed a lawsuit on their behalf, and it looks like they've resolved it without going to court. So uh, Andrew Weimer wrote this for the Institute. It's on their website. I highly recommend you visit their website. Go to IJ.org. For nearly a decade, Jeremy Sark rented U-Haul trucks and trailers from his automotive business in Malden, South Carolina. So he ran an automotive business. And on the side of that business, he also rented U-Haul trucks. And a lot of businesses do that. I've used U-Haul many, many times. And quite often, they'll say the closest U-Haul to you is over here. And you go there, and it's it's a little business that does something else. Gas station, uh, mechanics, a locksmith, uh, uh, you know, whatever. And then there's a a U-Haul thing off on the side. So uh, he'd been doing that in South Carolina. uh, And that part of the business run today with his partner, Marie Doherty, was going to be illegal come January 1st due to the zoning code in Malden, which, strangely enough, appears to have been written just for them. However, after he filed a lawsuit with the Institute for Justice, the national nonprofit law firm that defends property rights and economic liberty, the city council voted to change its zoning code last night. And this uh, just came out a couple days ago. So they've decided to change their zoning code Uh, to allow the uh, rental business to continue at that location. Just days before Sark's Automotive might have been forced to lay off employees, the city of Malden chose not to be Grinches who steal jobs, (laughs) said the IG attorney Seth Young. Jeremy and Marie's business was no threat to Malden's future development. It's hard enough to be a small business owner without cities changing their rules. And apparently, apparently, if you ask the city, why did you do this? Somebody would have said, well, we think it's kind of unsightly having these U-Haul trucks in a downtown area because the business is located uh, inside, you know, the city limits. Uh, and they would rather have this be out on the edge of town, maybe maybe towards the shadows, darkness at the edge of town. So <laughs> we're relieved that this important part of our business will continue next year, said Jeremy. What the city tried to do wasn't right, and it would have hurt our employees, customers, and people who move to and from Malden. And that's one of those things that's always bothered me, is that when somebody's got a business, an ongoing business concern, and somebody comes along and goes, you know, I know you've been doing this for a while, but I don't like it. I think you should stop. And it's easy for someone else to say that you should stop. But if by stop, you mean that I should go out of business... Or I should uproot my business and move it someplace else to your liking. Uh, That's not fair. And it might be expensive. But the real part is it's not fair. So um, for years, 
Malden officials have worked with a string of developers on plans to give downtown a makeover. At one point, a developer expressed distaste for the look of U-Haul trucks and trailers. City leaders agreed. So as part of a broad overhaul to the city's zoning laws, the city council had prohibited the sale and rental of moving trucks and trailers in all zones but one, effective December 31st, 2022. So that was part of the overhaul because a developer expressed distaste. So somebody's looking to develop some stuff nearby, and they go, hey, look, we're going to be developing this stuff right here, but we don't like the way that looks down there. Um, I got an idea. Mind your own business. Over there is not what you're developing. You're developing here. I mean, (laughs) call me crazy. So banning a landowner or business owner's property use while giving them time to wind up is called amortization. Cities resort to amortization to avoid having to compensate citizens for taking their property use on the theory that the landlord has a reasonable time, in the government's view, to recoup their investment in the property. But cities are supposed to grandfather in safe uses of property that pre-exist a zoning change. So someone's running a business and they change the zoning. In the old days, they'd say, well, you know, you were there first. You get to keep doing that. Now, when you leave, we're not going to let someone else come in, maybe. That might be different. But you get to keep running your business because you were there first, which just makes complete sense. And by the way, you'll notice, believe it or not, A lot of things in the law actually just boil down to what makes sense. I'm not talking about the statutes and the codes. I'm talking about common law and the idea that somebody would go, well, you were here first. You get to keep doing it. So that's what they're talking about here. Uh, In Jeremy and Marie's case, operating for one more year would fall way short of compensating them for the loss of the U-Haul business because they planned to continue renting U-Hauls indefinitely. The business was good for them. They wanted to keep doing it. As of yesterday, because the city council repealed its amortization ordinance, Jeremy and Marie are free to do just that. Uh, IG attorney Bob Belden said, amortization pulls the rug out on property and business owners. We hope that other South Carolina cities don't follow Malden's lead by even trying to use amortization to deprive people of safe, reasonable property uses. But if they do, we'll be ready to defend the constitutional rights of whoever is ready to stand up to government abuse. Institute for Justice defends property rights nationwide and successfully defended Wilmington, North Carolina homeowners from an amortization that tried to take away their right to rent their homes. IJ is defending a mechanic whose city tried to force him to create dozens of new parking spaces for his one-man shop and a home daycare owner who was threatened with fines by her Texas city. So, you know... This is a wonderful result. It's unfortunate it had to go this far. And you wonder what would have happened if the Institute for Justice wasn't there. And I've talked to people about this, and I've done a bunch of videos about this. And in the old days, uh, we often heard about the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, stepping in and helping people who had legal troubles, often because of issues that arose from the Bill of Rights. Speech issues were common. But over the years, and again, I'm not meaning to knock them, but, but they appeared to be focusing on some of that type of stuff, First Amendment stuff, which is, which is extremely important. But they were seeming to be laser-focused on that kind of stuff, whereas these kinds of problems, I think, happen far more often, where some city council decides to just put somebody out of business by passing a rule and going, oh, no, it's not designed to put you out of business. It's designed to make our downtown area look better. 
It's designed to uh, make sure that you've got plenty of parking at your business. And, and you realize that those things aren't the real driving reasons behind this. But we do actually have laws. And, and generally speaking, if you've got a business as an ongoing concern and you're not breaking any laws, if they pass a law just to put you out of business, <laughs> I think most people go, that's not fair. That's not fair. So the Institute for Justice often steps in on these things. And I've mentioned before, and again, this isn't an advertisement for them. I'm not getting anything out of this. But I would urge you to go look at their website, ij.org, and donate if you can. Look at what they're doing and understand that they are handling cases where if you were the one whose business was threatened, you would pray for someone to come along and handle the case. And a lot of these cases do not have any practical way for the litigants to get their money back if they win, meaning that you got to pay for your attorneys. And so a lot of entities, cities and otherwise, for years have done this. Where they, they say, well, look, we can do this. And is this guy running the U-Haul business really going to lawyer up and bring in some constitutional lawyers to fight this? Because the cost of doing that would probably be more than the cost of moving the business. I mean, it might be. Okay, yet Institute for Justice steps and it goes, no, we'll take care of this. Suddenly, the city's got to go, oh, we've got a problem now because we've got a lawyer up and, and they have lawyers, but they got to get some pretty sharp lawyers because the Institute handles these kinds of cases and they handle them very, very well. And you can look at their track record and see what they're doing, what they're accomplishing. And if I was in the city council looking at this going, oh, we can go into federal court and fight with the Institute for Justice, or maybe we can just change this law we just passed to try to put one guy out of business. So they do great work. I highly recommend that you look into donating to them. And I've mentioned before that Amazon has a thing you can do where you can register them as a charity you want to support because they're a nonprofit. And a very small slice of every purchase you make will go to them and it won't cost you any extra money. It's something that Amazon simply set up to allow you to support charity with your purchases from Amazon. So look into that also. That would be on Amazon. You can look that up. It's the Institute for Justice, uh, and, and they're one of the listed organizations. But this is a great outcome. And a lot of people, when I did the story originally, were very, very upset by this story. And it's one of those stories. And I know people who say, but Steve, you know something? If I had a business downtown and I thought the business next door was unsightly, it would upset me too. The question is, what's unsightly? But second of all, once in a while, and I know this is a stretch for some people, but once in a while I ask you, as the viewer, to put yourself in the situation of the person who is wronged by what we're talking about. Imagine it was your business, okay? And I've owned a business before. Not even counting my law practice. I'm talking about I've owned a business where I, I was running a business, I was buying something and selling something and hoping to make a profit someplace in the middle, okay? And when you are running your own business, uh, you lay awake at night, wondering if you can keep the bills paid, the lights on, roof over your head for the business, the rent, all that kind of stuff. You lay awake at night thinking about that kind of stuff. What if this business has a downturn, you know? And so put yourself in the position of the guy who's got the business in South Carolina, part of which is running a U-Haul uh, franchise, and he's been doing it for a while. 
And that part of the business is actually doing pretty well. And then along comes the city. And they tell you you got to stop because they just passed a law that affects only you. Ask yourself how you'd feel. There you go. The Institute for Justice stepped in, straightened it out, and it is a victory for U-Haul business. And Malden, South Carolina, agrees not to ban the truck rentals. John, Patrick, and Rick all sent that. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Guess what? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell.